again, everybody, and welcome to Sports Chatter. It's been a while since we've been with you. Uh, had, a, had a little health issue that I had to get taken care of, but uh, so that's why we missed out on the SEC Championship, and you hadn't heard from us in a few weeks. But uh, Corey Parks, Kyle Parmley, we're glad to be back. Uh, Corey, it's bowl season. Uh, just We've got 42 bowl games, and uh, in this one, we're going to take care of the first 39. So you ready to get started? Yeah, bowl games are always a great time, uh, especially around the holidays. Gives you something to do, something to watch, and uh, definitely fun. Uh, in my opinion, we have a few too many. <laughs> but, you know, you know, I don't think it's as big a deal as some people say. You know, it's just for fun, really. So it's more football is always good, I guess. So Yeah, I don't have a problem with the fact that we've got a ton of bowl games. We keep adding them every year. Um, I love the fact that, like, especially when you do a bowl pick or something, like, there's nothing in the world that says that I should be interested in a game between Ohio and Appalachian State, for example. But I'm going to be interested in that game because I'm going to pick a team and I'm going to be wanting them to win. Yeah, that's that, that's the best part about it. So if you're not in a bowl pick them, do one because it makes it a lot more bearable. It's actually fun. Some of these games, there's no way. Yeah, you could never <laughs> watch that. But, but yeah. yeah, it's – I mean, it, it's fun and – uh the the biggest thing you get in when you get into teams that just really aren't good though, that's when you're starting to hit that line and and we got a few of those this year. I think San Jose State. I think aren't they in a bowl game? Yeah, they're five like and five seven. and seven. There's three three five and seventeen. Yeah, so, so we'll, we'll we'll share those as we go. But you yeah. know, that's 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 kind of the point where we're getting a little too far in my opinion. But you know, whatever it's football. Let's do it. Yeah. So uh, anyways, in in just a second we'll uh we'll run through them all all for you and uh we'll we'll obviously highlight some of the better matchups and uh get you ready for bowl season we want to take a few seconds and thank our great friends from parts contracts for being such a great sponsor to our show uh parts contracts can handle all of your residential and light commercial heating and air needs so that's parts contracts you can give them a call at 680-6900 that's 680-6900. So before we get started, let's uh, let's do this. Tonight we're going to go through 39 of the games, and we'll we'll dedicate a different episode of Sports Chatter in the next next couple weeks to the college football playoff. Which, as most of you know, uh, Oklahoma and Clemson are in one matchup. Alabama, Michigan State, and the other one. The winner of those will play in the national championship on January the 11th. We'll dive into all that later, so let's take care of all these other bowl games first. We'll just run down the list and uh, pull out some interesting tidbits, kind of kind of bounce off each game a little bit. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, but the bowls start this Saturday, December the 19th, with quite a slate. So let's get right into it. The first game is uh, – is is kind of kind of weird that it's actually a bowl game, but it's called the Celebration Bowl. It's played in the Georgia Dome. Um, Alcorn State playing North Carolina A and T. I've never watched a minute either one of these teams has played. Um, Corey, I don't know if you big SWAC fan, uh, MEAC fan. I don't know if you've seen any of these t- teams well, play before. I can tell you one thing. I've never. I did not know North Carolina A and T was a school, so <laughs> I learned something new. So that was that was that was a big positive. Uh, Go love the SWAC schools. Should be pretty solid band performances at halftime. So. Oh yeah, it is a pretty neat deal. They, uh, <clears throat> I'm sure most of you know, like um, this this game tries to match up a couple of historically black colleges, um, and so this is kind of a game where they pick two of their better teams and, and go and go play each other. Um, but anyways, uh, it's new this year. In case yeah, you, yeah, that's why you've never heard of it because it's <laughs> new this year. Um, and they do make you pick this on ESPN's Bull Pick'em, so. Uh, go ahead and get your research uh, hats on. And <laughs> All right, first one, we've got the New Mexico Bowl on uh, Saturday. Arizona versus New Mexico. Uh, Arizona, they've showed some flashes this year, but then they have some games where you scratch your head and, and New Mexico. Uh, if you remember, Bob Davey left take that left ESPN to take that job a couple years ago. He's got them going, but, I mean, surely they can't stay on the field with Arizona, can they? Well, Arizona's – they're just inconsistent. They beat um... – they beat a really good team. Who did they beat? Um, I don't. But they, a few yeah, weeks they, ago. 
They did a really good Pac-12 team. I just can't think of who it was. Yeah, but they – I mean, they, they've had some big wins, but then they have some losses that you're just like, what in the oh, world yeah, are you they're, guys they're, doing? They're 6-6. Six and six. They they do have one of the best uh, defensive players in the nation, Scooby Wright. Yep. He's really good. But, um, yeah, they – Rich Rodriguez kind of peaked out there. I don't – I guess he figured you can't really be that great at Arizona because, you know, there's, there's rumors he was, you know, in on the South Carolina job. So, I – you know, you would think Pac-12 they should win, but I mean, it's a you know that's a theme that you could say every matchup. It's about who wants to be there, yeah, and, and how you prepare. You see that across the board. A lot of the coaching carousels running. A lot of teams are without head coaches or coordinators that have moved on. So it, the the tricky part is figuring out which team really wants to be there, and that's that's the thing about most bowls. Um, and one of the, I mean, and this plays into the next one, the the Las Vegas Bowl. Matches up BYU and Utah, which is the holy war. Uh, to and this is this is one of the hottest tickets on the on the bowl slate. Uh, both fan bases they don't really like each other. Um, BYU interviewed Navy's coach Ken Niumatololo, and he turned him down. So BYU's still looking for a coach after Bronco Mendenhall goes to Virginia. Uh, so this will be an interesting game because uh, Utah started off real hot, kind of you know they kind of middle during them towards the end but uh BYU had a solid year so it should be a good game how do you feel about Bronco Mendenhall going to I thought that was a really weird move I mean it's like the ultimate I think it's a downgrade honestly but I don't I just felt really weird about that move I mean it's it it's something different I'm interested to see if it works Utah and this game should be a pretty good game you know BYU they've they've played pretty well Utah was you know a playoff contender early I mean Mm -hmm. they were undefeated for a while so um, and they still they're still ranked. So their issues are offense. They got a yeah, really exactly. good defense. Exactly. They just got to be they able to score They beat Michigan early in the year. Yeah, and they they're they're a pretty good team. So all right, a game played in Alabama. The Raycom Media Camellia Bowl matches up Ohio and Appalachian State. Um, I'm gonna go on a hunch and say the general public has probably not watched either one of these teams this year. Um, oh come on. Yeah, Appalachian got, State, nobody though. Nobody got their Maction fill in. <laughs> well, look, Appalachian State is a pretty good Sunbelt team. You know, they've been a power in uh, at the 1AA FCS level for several years. Oh, yeah, and, beat and now, Michigan. Yeah, they beat Michigan. You know, that was a, a huge deal several years ago. But, they're, I mean, they're still – they're a good program, and they're a good team again this year in the Sunbelt. Um, I'm, really, so, I'm really looking forward to them because, like, they've – a lot of times, good teams come to the FBS and they struggle. That they haven't really. Yeah. And I mean, they're making a name for themselves with ten wins already this year. So, I just naturally like them because I remember them beating Michigan that year. So mm-hmm. I, I kind of naturally have a, a place for them. They're they're a good team. Well, yeah, and this is a this is kind of a for me an under the radar game because it's not it's not two name teams, but this could be a really good ball game. Uh, the next one we've got. Yes, the Auto Nation Cure Bowl, San Jose State and Georgia State. San Jose State is five and seven in the Mountain West in one of the worst divisions at the FBS level, but they get into a bowl game. Uh, Georgia State they had a good year in the Sun Belt. Uh, I think their head coach just got signed to an extension, as a matter of fact. But uh, San Jose State, I mean, ugh, what in the world? I mean, even Auburn killed them. <laughs> <laughs> hey, they played. They played Auburn tough. Yeah, uh, they're running back. He's he's really good. Their running back is a really good player. Uh, yeah. That's kind of the wild card in my mind. Um, but other than that, I can't really say I have anything to keep you glued to that game. Because uh, no, I mean, f- five and seven, six and six, two teams you never heard of. Uh, All right. It's the nightcap on Saturday, so um, stay up late and watch it. Well, actually, it's not. It's only there's, at six. there's another. There's a lot of games Saturday. There's six games Saturday. Yeah. So. It'll be one of the night games, but so if you really, if you really want to watch it, do it. But yeah, there's another game on at that time, so maybe you should watch that. The RNL Carriers New Orleans Bowl uh, always seems to have a home team, and this one no no different. Arkansas State, and they play Louisiana Tech. Yeah. you've seen Louisiana Lafayette in, in this, this bowl game. a lot yeah, the last couple of years. I mean, this has always been kind of a kind of an entertaining game because it, it's usually. Two pretty good teams from like you know the Conference USA Sun Belt somewhere in there, um, and so that's no different this year. Two two mid major teams that usually have pretty solid squads. Yeah, they're Arkansas State. I don't I always just kind of think of them as like you know the Gus Malzahn thing. They're like 
real fun to watch. But I haven't, like I said, I haven't really watched them this year. But based off their record, this it should be a pretty evenly matched game. And like you said, it usually delivers pretty solid games. So uh, Arkansas yeah. State's been a program though that that they they're a good they're a good program for building. Like they they recycle they they send coaches upwards a lot. Uh, you've seen it with Hugh Freeze. You've seen it with Gus Malzahn. They they, they do a good job. Uh, the next game we uh, roll on into the Monday after that after those Saturday games, the Miami Beach Bowl, West Kentucky, South Florida, uh, South Florida. I really don't. I don't. I never have liked them for whatever reason, and it's been funny that they've been bad the last couple of years. But they're actually they're not bad. I mean, they beat Temple pretty well, and obviously West Kentucky's got Brandon Dowdy, who's one of the best quarterbacks in the country. So this will be a fun game because both both teams can score. And South Florida's got some good wins this year. Western Kentucky, they they were very impressive in their uh, conference USA championship game. Mm-hmm. They played really good. Um, they're they're a pretty good team. You know, they've Brandon Dowdy, like you said, he's a big dude. Um, so yeah, it should be a pretty good game. It's the only game that day, so uh, it's also in the middle of the day, which is kind of terrible. Yeah, for, me, for all the working folks, I'm sorry. <laughs> You don't get a game because it's because of Monday Night Football, though. Yeah, but if you move on into Tuesday, uh, also during the daytime, you've got the famous Idaho Potato Bowl, which if you've ever seen the mascot for that bowl game, it literally looks like a turd. Um, I don't know what they're thinking. I don't know if they'll pull them out again I like this those year. Potatoes like that. But my goodness, <laughs> that mascot is awful. But this year is the Terry Bowden Bowl, Akron, and uh, if you've seen Terry Bowden's hair lately, it's magnificent. He uh, has has colored it multiple times. It's uh, whew, man, it is it's something. You should Google it. And uh, Utah State, uh, Chucky Keaton is in about his twelfth year as quarterback there, and uh, it's always a matter of if he can stay healthy. If he's playing, they're great. If not, no. So you know we'll see. Um, not 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 much else about that game. Is, I mean, do you know if he's going to play or? I should, but I mean, I don't. I mean, I don't know. They, I mean, he, he plays. They're probably gonna win. Yeah, they they've but, had they've had a good season. Yeah, um, I have no idea if he's playing or not. So after that game on Tuesday night, you've got the Boca Raton Bowl in a, a warm climate. Toledo and Temple, two mid-major uh, teams that had really good seasons, but Toledo's coach uh, can't think of his name right now, but he's off to Iowa State. Yeah, I don't know his name either. But, but uh, Philip Ely, former Alabama guy, leading the way at Toledo. They were ranked for a lot of the year. They uh, yeah. So, and, and then, then they got their doors either. blown off to Northern Illinois or something. They lost. They lost like two really bad games. I don't really yeah. know what they're doing, but uh, this should be a pretty fun game. I mean, it's kind of contrasting. Temple's mm-hmm. a. They play defense. You know, they're kind of just big. You know, fundamental guys is kind of what you would think of in Toledo. So, and Toledo's fast, and they like to run around. So, I mean, it should be a pretty fun game, contrasting styles. and should They should have a good time down there in Boca Raton. I wish I was going to be down there. Well, Temple's got a uh, – they've got one of the best linebackers in the country. Number eight, he's got red hair. His name's Tyler Matikavich. Uh So, if you watch that game, look out for him. He'll be all over the field. Um, moving into Wednesday, the 23rd, the longest bowl name ever, the San Diego County – Credit Union, Poinsettia Bowl. Uh, matches up. This should be a good game, too. Boise State, Northern Illinois. Um, I mean, it's 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 just like these other ones. Two good mid-major teams and solid programs throughout throughout the years. Yeah, Boise State, they kind of disappointed me. You know, I, we always remember the Fiesta Bowl and all that. And you hadn't really heard from them much the last few years. Uh, Chris Peterson left, and they kind of – yeah, they didn't. I guess they didn't. Haven't hired. I don't know that they're still a good team, no doubt. But they're not uh, that year in and year out threat to go undefeated anymore. But yeah, like you said, Northern Illinois is you're right, another good team, always under the radar. But they they've always they've had a history of beating good teams, so uh, should be a pretty good game. The second bowl in Alabama also takes place on that Wednesday. Wednesday, the GoDaddy Bowl. Uh, Georgia Southern takes on Bowling Green. Uh, Georgia Southern almost beat Georgia. If you listen to our podcast uh, about a month ago, I said Georgia Southern would beat Georgia. I was almost right. Georgia Southern runs that triple option. Um, they're taking on Bowling Green. Bowling Green is what are they like? Ten and three yeah, right they got now. A good record, 10, yeah. uh, they've got 
uh, Matt Johnson, who's putting up great numbers at, from the quarterback position. Um, so Bowling Green's explosive. Georgia Southern plays slow, plotting football. So another one of those contrasting styles. It'll be whichever team can set the tempo. Do you remember when this bowl game used to randomly be like January the 8th? Like, yeah. That was so weird. I don't <laughs> understand why they do. I'm kind of glad they've kind of gone away from that for the most part. Like yeah. this year, there's no games on like January the sixth. It don't matter. Yeah, that 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 was getting on my nerves. I'm kind of glad. I'm glad they fixed that. Well, you have a problem with interest after exactly once you once you get that exactly. far down the line and they're not good teams. You've always had you've had all the good ones and you're just kind of it's like they're trying to hold you over with a really terrible game for mm-hmm. the championship, which doesn't make sense. All right, if you go to Christmas Eve, Popeyes Bahamas Bowl, Middle Tennessee versus Western Michigan. Western Michigan's one of those MAC teams that somehow finds a way to get bowl eligible every year, and nobody ever knows what to expect from them. Middle Tennessee, they, they, they had to they they had a mountain to climb to get bowl eligible this year. Uh, the quarterback is the coach's son, so I don't know if that had anything to do with their offensive struggles this year. But um, well, I, mean, I saw them when they played against Alabama. I thought I watched them play. I thought they'd be a pretty good team, but it seems like I don't know. That I guess it end up struggling, but well, here's know. the problem: their their offense would explode one week and then be a disaster the next. Yeah, so I can, I can think of some more SEC teams like that. Yeah, no kidding. All right, uh, but also, can we talk about just for one second? I think they got a Popeyes in the Bahamas. I'm gonna be, go with I'm gonna go with no. Well, it's a Louisiana kitchen, right? Yeah, it's Louisiana <laughs> fast. So why are we having that in the Bahamas? Oh, dang it! It's well. Okay. I bet the Popeyes Bowl has better swag than the Belk Bowl. I'll just say that much. Yeah. You can go. You can go on. Uh, probably SB Nation has a really good one where you can look at all the the free the free stuff that athletes get when they go to these bowl games. And the Belk Bowl is by far the worst. They literally get a watch and a shopping spree. Are you sure Belk. they're going to get better in the Popeyes Bowl? And they can get like a gift certificate to Popeyes yeah. <laughs> lifetime supply. I mean, if we're being, nah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it, come on now. I mean, it, <laughs> it can't. I mean, it. I just don't like most. These guys are getting like Best Buy gift cards, several yeah, hundred dollars, to, TVs, worth of stuff, and and iPhones. for Belk, you get hey, go buy your t shirt. I mean, yeah. it just kind of it kind of pales in comparison. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, also on Christmas Eve, you got another warm weather bowl, the Hawaii Bowl. San Diego State and Cincinnati. I mean, if you're if you're from around here, uh, Hayden Moore has been Cincinnati's backup quarterback most of, or all year, and he he got a couple chances to play and broke the school record and uh, his first start for most passing yards in the game. Gunnar Keel is supposedly going to be out, so that seems to open the door for Hayden, who went to Clay Chaltwell, which is right down the road from us. So it'd be really really neat to see him play in the bowl game and San Diego State. Really under the radar. I think they won like eight or nine games, but you didn't hear anything about them, so I don't really know what to expect from them. Yeah, the uh, that conference was a dis- it was not a disaster, but it was very evenly matched this year. So uh, a lot of those teams are all kind of eight and four kind of teams. You know, there's occasional nine and three, but you know, they were just kind of all jumbled together. So in the Mountain West, so yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, it would be exciting to see Hayden. He came in his first game and. Sit- you know, set the school record and threw all this yardage. So he should be fun to watch play again. Hopefully he does well. Well, the Bulls take off on Christmas Day. They get back into it Saturday the 26th with a ton of games. So we'll we'll run through these. UConn, Marshall, kind of two teams that, yeah, probably just happy to be here. Um, I don't really know what to say about this game other than Marshall ran through Conference USA again and UConn, yeah, UConn when they got beat, back to a bowl game. They beat Houston somehow, so, you know. I don't. It's just <laughs> yeah, whatever. The, the the one game that's like uh, it's always random because it's on CBS, thrown right in the middle of all these ESPN games. The Hyundai Sun Bowl matches up Miami and Washington State, and like I I love the like I'm a Mike Leach guy. Like I I love Texas Tech when he was there, and now I love Washington State because he's there. I just love the offense. Um, they had a really good year, but they got. They got hammered in the in the last game of the year against Washington because their quarterback was hurt, and that it got ugly because the backup really didn't know what he was doing because he's just a freshman. Um, but Miami, you, gosh, you never know with them. They got they're looking forward to Mark Richt, but you know what? Who knows yeah, for the bowl the, game the itself? Players might want to show up for him. I don't know. Uh, 
Yeah, this game's hilarious because, like, I feel like they do this in a stadium in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> and it's, yeah, randomly on CBS, like, the only game the whole time. But uh, this our first. This will be our first Power 5 teams to mm-hmm. play in the bowl. Yeah. So uh, if you're not into the whole terrible teams that you never heard of, you know, you got to wait a week. But we get so we jump into the the uh, Power 5 schools there Saturday, December 26th. Yeah, and the next you the next one you got kind of an interesting matchup: the Zaxby's Heart of Dallas Bowl, Washington versus Southern Miss. Uh, Southern Miss had a really good season; uh, they made it to the Conference USA Championship game behind the uh, the, tan- the offensive tandem of quarterback Nick Mullins and offensive coordinator Chip Lindsey, both guys who were at Spain Park just a couple years ago. Uh, Chip Lindsey, they had such a good year; he took the offensive coordinator job at Arizona State. Um, Southern Miss is a good team. Washington. Uh, they've had their ups and downs this year. Um, I like. I, I mean, I could see that game being pretty good. Yeah, there's you know Conference USA versus Pac-12. So I mean, you would think you know just the cream would rise to the top, but Southern Miss will be fired up. You know, they, it's always a good chance to play a team from a big conference. So they should be fired up to play. And uh, you know, who knows? Teams that can throw it sometimes can cause problems. So we'll see. Should be. One of the more unique games that we've got uh, on the slate is the New Era Pinstripe Bowl because it's played in Yankee Stadium. Uh, We were going back and forth with this before we started. This is Indiana and Duke, and uh, we both had an argument for why one of these teams is going to lose because they're not very good. Yeah, they should should be playing (laughs) basketball. That'd probably be the better game. I mean, Indiana started off great. You know, they've got they've got a great story in Jordan Howard, who is a running back for them that has had a great season after coming from UAB and uh, Duke. Had a they and they had Duke had their wins this year. They had that terrible loss to Miami on the hundred laterals on the last play. Yeah, um, but these these are two teams that uh, they kind of struggled in the conference in the conference season, but they did just enough to make it to the bowl game. But you know we'll see two yeah. mid mid teams in their conferences. Indiana. Uh, funny story, real quick. Uh, my fiance has a family member who's from Indiana. And she went to IU, and uh, she was watching them play against Michigan. And if you didn't watch that game, they were in the game the whole time. Mm-hmm. They take the, they're ahead, and then Michigan starts driving down the field, and she's like, "I know they're going to do it. They're going to break my heart." And they did. So apparently, that that's been happening as a theme this year for them, coming from an IU person. So uh, <laughs> yeah, and Duke was bad late in the year. So um, who knows? But, yep. yeah, Yankee Stadium, always a cool atmosphere, pretty very unique for a football game. All right, the next game is is kind of, eh, it's not very interesting other than the fact that uh, Frank Beamer is going to coach his last game for Virginia Tech. They play Tulsa in the Camping World Independence Bowl. Frank Beamer's retiring. Just two teams that aren't really all that great and not going to be flashy. Uh, but that game's on uh, that December the 26th as well, the middle of the afternoon. Um yeah, Independence Bowl used to be SEC teams. I don't know what happened there. <laughs> the uh, <laughs> Alabama had, to, had a few trips there. The next one is one of your more interesting names, uh, the Foster Farms Bowl. Not really sure what that means. Um, not really sure what they do out there other than uh, have animals. They do some farming. Yeah. Well, the UCLA is yeah. playing Nebraska. Nebraska is one of those. <laughs> Nebraska fits in well. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Nebraska is one of those five and seven teams. And by the record, UCLA should destroy them in this game. But UCLA had a lot higher hopes this year than a mid-level bowl game. And so we've talked about the motivation aspect. Um, it would be it'd be interesting to see. Nebraska still got a lot to play for because they've only got one year under their belt under Mike Riley. So they're still yeah, they, somewhat excited. He's, he's, a, he's an athlete. He can be fun at times, Tommy Armstrong. Yeah. So, I mean, maybe they, maybe they can surprise somebody and pull a win out there. All right, the next game. Uh, you take Sunday off, come back Monday afternoon for the Military Bowl between Pittsburgh and Navy. Uh, we already talked about Navy's coach uh, exploring BYU. Pittsburgh had a really good season this year on offense behind Tennessee transfer Nathan Peterman at quarterback and offensive coordinator Jim Chaney, who's an SEC veteran, and actually got hired away to be the offensive coordinator at Georgia under new coach Kirby Smart. So, interested to see how Pittsburgh's going to react Um but and also interesting to see how Navy's going to react. Keenan Reynolds' last game, he's been one of the most successful college quarterbacks you'll ever see, and um, 
I don't, I don't know how you feel about knowing that your coach went out and looked for another job, but on the same token, do you feel good because he said, no, nah, I like you guys better? Pro- I, don't, I don't know. Probably that, and I don't have any doubt there'll be motivation. All those guys, are, they love Kenan Reynolds. Um, they've got all the motivation in the world to go win another game for him. You know, they, they were so close to making a New Year's Six Bowl, yeah. you know, one win away. They they kind of they kind of struggled against Army. I you know didn't really expect that to be a really close game, but they won. Um, they're they're just a feel good team. It, and under under the coach that they got, he I mean they've done really well. They've had a history the last I don't know five to ten years. They've been good. So um, it'd be an interesting game. Uh, defending that triple option is always a challenge, no doubt. Well, so. they, they've been really good this year, more so than uh, past years. So, yeah, I mean, I, I'm looking forward to it because Pittsburgh uh, – They always play ca- in good bowl games too, Navy. Their, their games yeah. always seem to be pretty good. Yeah. And it's kind of an aside. I told – I was I was talking before the season, and, I, and for no other reason uh, than the fact that Pittsburgh has two of the best skill players you'll find in America. Running back James Conner, he was – he got hurt. I I don't know if he played at all this year. Did he? I don't know. But they had James Conner and Tyler Boyd at wideout, and I said well, this team's going to be a sleeper in the ACC because they got these guys that can play, and it didn't really work out. But they still had a good season. Uh, they so played, they played Notre Dame close. Yeah. So it'll it'll be a good game. All right, we've already talked a ton about them, and man, we're like halfway through. and uh all right this game the quick lane bowl uh does not really appeal to me central michigan versus minnesota does that uh get you fired up the best part about it is it's teams with two colors the same colors they have the same two colors so good luck trying to pick them out on the field minnesota's that last five and seven team aren't they yes just but hey i'm gonna pick one of those teams and i'm gonna be really pumped up when they win because i'm right uh, anyways, the uh, Armed Forces Bowl matches up Cal and Air Force. Cal got off to a huge start. They had game day raving about Jared Goff's the next best quarterback in the history of the United States. And Air Force had a – they had their normal year. They win. They win games. Yep. And another, they, another eight and four, nine and three yeah. Mountain West team. You know, just so whatever. And, and like, like we talked about just a little while ago with UCLA – once Cal got rolling, they thought, hey, we got a chance to make some noise this year. But then you end up in the Armed Forces Bowl. So how much do you really want to be there? Yeah, probably not much. You know, I don't. Now, Cal, Cal is the same. They feel like they're the same team every single year. <laughs> I, I just They just can't get over that yeah, hump. They're, they're never different. They're always the same, overrated. Yeah, well, this, uh, this next bowl has me really excited because I think it's going to be a great game. The Russell Athletic Bowl. North Carolina, Baylor. North Carolina had a phenomenal, phenomenal season. They stubbed their toe against South Carolina in the season opener, but after that, a great season. Played Clemson really well in the ACC championship game. Baylor's down to their third-string quarterback in this game. Chris Johnson is starting, and he looked yeah, a little iffy when he played, but when you give him a month to prepare, I bet he's I bet he's okay. Yeah. He got hurt in the game against Texas, their last game of the year, which they lost because they had a wide receiver playing quarterback, so that was really awful. And they still almost came back and won. Yeah, they did because they <laughs> ran the ball every single yep. play and Texas couldn't stop it. But, um, yeah, maybe maybe this month will help him prepare. Uh, if they had um, – of course, if they had their main quarterback, Seth Russell, they probably would have – they could have gone to do some really good things. And even their backup, Jared Stidham or whatever his name is. He played really well when he yeah, had the Yeah, I mean, chance. they – so – Getting down to your third string, but you know, it's their system. So, um, we'll see where both teams' motivation is. North Carolina, you know, kind of got got a little bit of a unfair ending to their game against Clemson. Yeah, well, they got our they got our buddy Gene Chiswick as a defensive coordinator, and they've been a rock star group this year. Yeah, where's <laughs> this? Where's that? You know where this is played? I feel like it's played in North Carolina. Uh, is it I'm in bowl- Charlotte? No, the Belt no, Bowl is in Charlotte. The Athletic Bowl is in like the Orange Flo- Bowl. Maybe Florida, yeah. yeah. But, yeah. But, anyway, I mean, that should be a great game. Uh, the next game, not so much. This is the only game not on national television. Why you have a bowl game not on national television, I really can't explain that you'll, to you. You'll know when the teams are Well, playing. it's the 
No, what? The something home loans, Arizona. Nova. So yeah. I'm sure that stands for something. It's Nevada. North, North Virginia. I don't know. And the, <laughs> it's Nevada and Colorado State. Two not very good teams from the Mountain West playing against each other in a conference game. Hold on. Is that, wow, I haven't even noticed. That's the first time. Wow. Have they played each other this year? I don't know, but they are literally they're in the same conference, <laughs> and they're, neither one of them is very good. And Colorado State's not too bad. Jim McElwain got them rolling. They're they're not terrible. And this game is on. Wow, that that's amazing. ASN, the American Sports Network. So is this the last bowl game since the championship game a few years ago oh to match my, uh, conference foes? Golly, I mean, probably is. It, I mean, you just don't see that. And Mountain West, I mean, their their commissioner was. So if you wanted to watch, you can. I'm sorry. He was he was a little <laughs> upset, and he should have been. That's that's just terrible. Wow, they get double money, man. He should be fired up. The the uh, the next game, uh, Corey, you think this is going to be a lot less interesting than I do? LSU Texas Tech. Um, Texas Tech, like like I said a little while ago, I love Texas Tech because of the offense they run. They always score like 100 points in the first quarter and then never score again. But Leonard Fournette might have a million yards in this game. Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm gonna guess 50 carries for 785 <laughs> yards and probably six touchdowns. And uh, he's not really gonna get tired, but they're just gonna take him out. Well, because the, the, they feel bad. Uh, I think if you take away your rooting interest in Texas Tech, you would probably feel the same. Now, yeah, you're probably right. The, there's a this this stat is the most mind boggling I've seen uh, this year. Texas Tech allows more rushing yards per game than Derrick Henry and Leonard Fournette average per game combined. Texas Tech gives up a ton of rushing yeah, yards. I mean, we're talking three, almost probably in the neighborhood of 300 yards a game. Yeah, and they have they play in the most pass happy conference in the nation. Yeah, so, wait, yeah, um, exactly, exactly. Like, and their anyway, defensive, their defensive coordinator, David. One Gibbs. thing that could be in your favor is uh, LSU still has less miles. Uh, uh-huh. Thank you, LSU. We really appreciate that. Yep. Um, so maybe he'll just randomly decide that Brandon Harris is the next like Peyton Manning, and they'll throw the ball the whole game. That that's the thing he would do. So yeah, probably. You know, maybe maybe he'll just want to make the game interesting. The next game is one of the most confusing betting lines because. In the Birmingham Bowl, played at the Old Gray Lady at Historic Legion Field in Birmingham. Auburn and Memphis, and for some reason Auburn's favored in this game. And I've I've seen I've already seen predictions where I'm like Memphis is going to win by two touchdowns or Memphis going to win easily. And people that are looking at it without with an objective lens, which we don't have a lot around here, because it's either you love Auburn or you hate Auburn. But I mean, I think if you look at it. I think Memphis is clearly a better football team than Auburn. They've got they've got a quarterback, Paxton Lynch, who's probably going to go number one in the draft next two, year. Yeah, he'd be number one quarterback. And I mean, you're playing an Auburn defense that is not not great by any stretch, and an offense that couldn't do anything most of the year. Yeah, I think that if you Memphis late in the year, their defense is really pretty bad. So maybe they're thinking. You know, if Auburn's smart, they'll run the ball and they won't be able to stop them. Maybe they're thinking high scoring. I don't, I don't really know. I don't. But uh, it was nice of Birmingham to build Auburn a replica scoreboard at Legion Field. It's real nice. <laughs> Auburn should feel right at home playing in front of a new, brand new scoreboard. But for real, good for Legion Field. Don't really know why they did it, but. Well, especially if they're going to build a new stadium right by the BJCC. Yeah, I mean, I don't know, but it looks good. So Keep the Magic maybe, City Classic Maybe UAB will get to use it for one year or something. The uh, next bowl, we already mentioned their swag package, the Buck Bowl. NC State, Mississippi State. Uh, Dak Prescott's last game, NC State. You know, there's they're still a, a program being built under uh, head coach Dave Doran, who's just been there a few years. And they get a little better every year. Uh, but the the bowl itself looks about as uh, intriguing as the swag package. Just not. It's just kind of a yeah. Well, you know, Jacoby Brissett. He yeah. plays quarterback at NC State. You might remember him from Florida. Him being terrible. Mm-hmm. That's a theme. Uh, for old ex Florida QBs pop up all over the nation. It's a phenomenon. Jeff Driscoll, Tyler Tyler Harris. Is that that gun guy's name? That no. That was uh, uh, Jacoby. No. no, it was it was Tyler something. Tyler or something. He played. Where did he play? <laughs> he played Boston, Boston College. College. Tyler Murphy. Tyler Murphy. Yeah. So yeah, that's a thing. Florida quarterbacks everywhere. But uh, yeah, home field advantage for NC State because this would be in Charlotte. But uh, 
yeah, Dak Prescott, you know, hopefully his career will close out in a positive way and uh, they'll let him shine and have a good game. The next game we've got is uh, – I don't I don't know what to make of it. It's a Music City Bowl between Texas A&M and Louisville. Texas A&M's down to third-string quarterback Jake Hubenack because Kyle Allen and Kyler Murray have transferred. They're gone. Uh, Kevin Sumlin is squarely on the hot seat. Uh, Louisville, they they started off 0-3 this year and and battled back to to get bowl eligible and then just but I mean Bobby Petrino is a really hard guy to like and it's hard to root for him. But uh, Texas A&M's trending in that direction because they their program's a hot mess right now too. Yeah, Louisville closed. They closed the season very very strong. Um, they had a really good come behind, comfort behind win against Kentucky, which I mean it was Kentucky. But yeah, Texas A&M's the real story in this game. Things looked so positive for them when they got Kyler Murray, and then Kevin Sumlin absolutely handled it just about as poorly as you could, making promises to players and. It's just kids nowadays. They they want something with no work, you know, just on talent alone. Yeah. And it, it, there's no doubt this kid thought he was Johnny Manziel 2.0. Yeah. And so he came in with his head puffed out, and some stuff went against him, and he cussed out the coaches and pitched a fit and did whatever he did. And you know, the worst thing that happened in this situation, in my opinion, is Kyle, losing Kyler Murray. Yeah, woo, but. I think Kyle Allen probably stays if he knows Kyler Murray was leaving. So, you know, they. I think Kyle Allen was a good kid, and I think he had his head screwed on right. I just think he's just tired of Kevin Sumlin's theatrics. So, I don't know. Bad situation, though, for them. Real bad. The uh, next game we got is the Holiday Bowl, USC and Wisconsin. Uh, two teams, uh, USC – they had a really good year after uh, Steve Sarkeesian was let go. I thought Clay Helton did a tremendous job. He gets a permanent head coaching job there. Um, and Wisconsin had a decent year under Paul Christ in his first year. So uh, two programs that I think you'll you'll hear a lot more from in the next couple of years. Uh, I, like I said, I, I like what Clay Helton has done. And yep. Paul Christ is, is back where he belongs at Wisconsin. The kids seem to have responded well to Helton. They, yeah. they played really well. Wisconsin only lost three games, and they lost two of them to, you know, two really good teams, Alabama and Iowa. So they're they're, yeah. they're pretty solid, pretty contrasting. They're, they're defensive-minded. USC is more of an offensively-minded team, so we'll see. One of the more uh, – one of my games I'm looking forward to the most is the Peach Bowl. Uh, this is – we're into New Year's Eve now, Thursday, December the 31st. This game matches up Houston and Florida State. Which I mean, I I've been big on Houston all year. I thought uh, Tom Herman is. I think he's the next coaching star whenever he lands somewhere else. Uh, but and you know they they finish off real strong. I don't know that many people are gonna gonna side with him just because you're playing Florida State, who's got a track record of uh, big time success the last several years. Uh, but man, I'm looking forward to this game because I think Houston can really can really give them something. Florida State, they got good defense. They're tough. So that's where I think that the problems could be for Houston. How physical can you be with a team like this? But Greg Ward Jr., he's exciting. Uh, yeah. Houston, they're they're a fun team to watch this year. Florida State really wasn't, but they do have a they do have a really good player, Dalvin Cook, you know, so we'll see. Um good game good good start to that day with that game on New Year's Eve, eleven AM, so that'll be be a fun Fun little game to start the day with, and hopefully leads to a good day of football that day. Yeah, you've got the the playoff games after that, but we'll get into those later. On New Year's Day, uh, you get into your your terrible Big Ten SEC matchups. I can't stand these because I hate seeing the SEC teams that we see all the time play every single year. They're playing Northwestern and they're playing Wisconsin and they're playing Penn State, and I just I want to see somebody else because. There's just there's there's three of them right here, and you've got the first one is the Outback Bowl between Northwestern and Tennessee. It seems I mean it's just I get sick of this game because I don't I'm tired of watching Northwestern play one of our teams every year. Yeah, Tennessee. Well, Tennessee smoked Iowa last year in a bowl game, so maybe they'll do the same. I I hate to say it, but I'm always partial to the SEC in bowl games. I you know they're the conference we pull for, so yeah. I like to see them do well. But yeah. 
New Year's Day, it's the same. Like, it's the same exact stuff every year. And that's just – they're trying to keep tradition alive, which I understand. But, yeah, I, it's not it's not a good matchup, really. It just looks bad, and I'm sure it will be equally as brutal on the field. Yeah, well, Butch Jones is a new member of the $4 million club. He joins about 100 other SEC coaches in that fraternity. That's what you get when you uh, you get paid when you lose. It's yeah. Awesome. Uh, but Tennessee, really, they – I mean, one play away from being the SEC East champs. And, I mean, that's how close it was. I mean, they beat Florida. They don't allow a fourth and 150 and Florida to score it, you know, and they, or they make a long field goal. So, that, Tennessee, they're a good team. You know, they're, they're close, but just, just missed. Well, f- well, Florida's playing their bowl game at the same time. They play Michigan in the Buffalo Wild Wings Citrus Bowl. And uh, Florida and Michigan, both, both teams that were really – looked really, really good in the middle of the season, then kind of tailed off. It turns out Florida wasn't really that good without Will Greer and Michigan. Well, Jake Rudock's their quarterback, and he had a good year, but uh, it it's clear after the, the big flash that they made uh, early on that they still need they still need another year or two for Harbaugh to really get that, that program up and running at, at full speed. Yeah, but I, I'm telling you, Florida's so bad. This game, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and share a secret with you guys. We're not really making picks, but I got Michigan number one confidence highest on the <laughs> on the board. Florida is awful. Um, yeah, Michigan they're gonna just they're gonna destroy them, no doubt. When the next game, probably one of the best names we've got, the Battle Frog Fiesta Bowl. Battle Frog. Anybody know what that is? Where's Tostitos? Nah, man, you can't get you don't have Brent Musburger anymore to say this kick is for all the Tostitos. Well, but this game, what is a Battle Frog, man? No, I have no idea. <laughs> Somebody look it up and let us know, please. Uh, Notre Dame and Ohio State are playing in this game, so really good matchup. Two teams with helmets that don't have anything on them. Um, yeah. So, <laughs> uh, well, Ohio State has a bunch of junk on the back. But. Yeah, that's true. But yeah, I mean, this is a, this is a cool game though because um, most seasons I can't stand Notre Dame, but this year I kind of kind of came around. I warmed up to them. I really like what they have, even though. Their best players at almost every position were hurt out for the year. And Ohio State, I got no respect for them after all their players popped off after losing to Michigan State. Yeah, I agree. But, man, they looked they looked really good in their last game of the year. I, I don't know what they'll have coming into this game. All that was was uh, we deserve to be in the playoffs. Yeah, Here's how good we can play, not how good we have played. But, yeah, Notre Dame, they surprised me, you know. They – they ha- they held their heads high and they played a lot of I mean they lost to two of the best teams in the nation I mean so yeah. uh this should be this should be a really good game on paper anyway it should be a really really good game yeah you move on to the uh, granddaddy of them all the Rose Bowl matches up Stanford and Iowa Iowa finally lost in the, the Big Ten yeah, championship on game five, on a fifty play drive yeah done by Michigan State yeah great drive by Michigan State to to finish them off and win that game. Stanford, I mean, arguably playing some of the best football of any team in the country towards the end of the season. Uh, so this will be this will be interesting. These are two teams that are going to pound the football, and they're just. I mean, this is these are two teams that are just going to get after it. I kind of wanted Ohio State to be in this game. I mean, I think I think the committee did get it right though. Mm-hmm. Putting Iowa, Iowa deserved it. You know, they got they played one more game than Iowa uh, than Ohio State. I think Ohio State may have provided a little better game. Um, yeah, because Stanford Stanford's a very very good football team. They're, I mean, I hate to kind of see that they didn't make it. You know, that one extra loss killed them. But um, they're they're a very very good team, and uh, I think that I will be a little overmatched in this game. Like I think honestly, I think if you put Stanford Michigan State on the same field, I think I'd probably pick Stanford. Yeah. So I think that Ohio State may have could have given them a little better game, but you know the granddaddy of them all. It it's always fun. It's the same time every year. It's yep. just tradition. Yep. So and it's you know ABC or ESPN now, and it's just it's a fun fun game. I was about all, always eat my dinner, my New Year's dinner <laughs> about you know halftime. So it's always good. Yeah. Uh, well, the the nightcap to that uh, that day, New Year's Day. The All-State Sugar Bowl uh, has got a really good matchup. Oklahoma State and Ole Miss. Ole Miss looking to rebound from getting their teeth kicked in by TCU in the bowl game last year. Uh, that was like – it was 42-3. to I mean, they just got destroyed. Oklahoma State, 
they got they got real puffed up ten and zero, and then the last two games of the season didn't really go too well. And so they've got to pick themselves up off the mat again. Yeah, I thought this was kind of the most surprising team to make a um, New Year's Six Bowl. They kind of didn't really fit the mold as a team that should make it, but I guess they uh, wanted that second Big Big Ten te- or Big Twelve team in there, so they got them. But um, yeah, Ole Miss—they really don't need to do that again because if they do, they're going to lose all of their credibility. <laughs> Uh, they sh- will probably be without their star defensive lineman, Robert Kimdichi, who, if you haven't heard, did some really stupid stuff. <laughs> um, <laughs> originally reported fell off a four-story building and walked away with cuts and scratches. But, uh, yeah, Ole Miss, needs to, they need to perform in this game for sure. Yeah. And uh, the next game, you guys, one of these Big Ten games, Penn State-Georgia, the Tax Slayer Bowl, uh, about the only good thing I've got thinking in this game is that um, Jake Gaines, former linebacker at UAB, has been Georgia's best defender all season. Um, this is gonna be his last game. He had a really good year in, in Athens. It's good to see, good to see him. Uh, and but but yeah, we're not. This is not the New Year Six anymore. You're moved on to January the second. You're on the downslope. There's only four left before the playoff game. And this game is is just another one of those SEC Big Ten games. Yeah, Penn State, you know, we're waiting on them to arrive under James Franklin. You know, we all expect big things out of him. They got they got a big name quarterback that gets puffed up, Christian Hackenberg. He's all the measurables yep. of the NFL QB. He just hasn't really lived up to that in college. But yep. uh, we'll see how Georgia plays. You know, maybe there's guys trying to show Kirby Smart how awesome they are so they'll play <laughs> next year. Um but yeah, we'll we'll see. Uh, the the next game that day is the AutoZone Liberty Bowl. A good SEC team in Arkansas versus a Big Twelve team in Kansas State that has really not looked all that well. Uh, I think Arkansas could kill Kansas State in this game because Kansas State they cannot they can't score. I mean they've been playing with a quarterback all year that if you've watched him he doesn't look like a quarterback at all. I mean he's basically he's a running back and he can't he just can't move the team down the field. Yeah, Arkansas. There, they look good later part of the year. There, Brett Bielema's got them. They know what they. I mean, they know what they like to do. And Brandon Allen, he's had a, you know, he turned into a very, very good football player. So mm-hmm. hopefully he'll, he'll go out in style and pick the SEC up another win. And you know, his brother's waiting in the wings. In case y'all didn't know. <laughs> yeah. Same's Austin. Look for him to be the starter next year. Um. Yeah. But the. Uh... You've got two more left. The Alamo Bowl matches up Oregon and TCU. Oregon is riding high towards the end of the year. They they really look bad in the middle of the season, but they uh they've really they've really come on strong and uh, Vernon Adams playing really well. And they just picked up another FCS quarterback coming in next year from Montana State. But uh TCU, you're not really sure what to make of them. Um I don't know, man. I think Oregon's playing much better, but these are two teams that, I mean, they can look like the best team in the country on any given day. TC, yeah, TCU struggled, though, without, you know, Boykin got hurt, and then their best receiver, Josh Dotson. Yeah. I'm pretty sure he's out. He Last yeah, time no, I he, saw him, yeah. he had, a, yeah, he had surgery. So that they struggle without him because he's such a big playmaker. You know, I, I kind of hope this is a good game. You know, looking at it, it could be a really fun game. It's a name game. Yeah, it is. Oregon Oregon played really well late in the year. Vernon, yep. When Verdon Adams came back from being hurt, they looked like they could have been a, a championship caliber team. Uh, and I, I don't really know, you know, if we talked about that, they got a new QB coming in. I don't really know how I feel about the let's go bombard the FCS JUCO ranks for – I guess if it works for you, it works for you. But um, he he'll have one year just like Vernon Adams. He'll be a fifth year guy. Yeah. So you come in for one year, and then it's like you're searching for another guy. So, um, but like you going back to the game, it it's a name game, but hopefully it'll be an entertaining game because uh, the teams are usually entertaining teams. Yeah, and the last one we got the what's this game called? The Motel Six Cactus Bowl. Yeah, man, coming in strong. West Virginia and Arizona State. Um, woo, buddy. Uh, there's not much to say about this game. I mean, it's it's just a it's it's a decent bowl matchup. 
Uh, it's coming on late January the 2nd. That's Saturday night. I think what start time is 9.15 Central. It's just your average Pac-12 after dark. Only got a Pac-12 team. So. Oh, yeah, good, very good point. So uh, if you ever stay up late to watch Pac-12 games, those are always crazy. Maybe this one will be too. And uh, let's, let's also let's thank college football and all the bowl people for not running bowl games after the second. That was a good move. Way to go. We don't yeah, need I bowl agree. games January 6th. I agree. That's good. The only the only problem I'm going to have is some of them being during the day at work. But other than that, I'm happy. You squeeze them all in and you make it just a lot of fun to watch and gives you some room to breathe and pump up the national championship game, which I think is what you want. Like If you're trying to pump up the national championship game and put two terrible teams in a bowl game in the middle of that, you're not helping yourself. Yeah, it's going to be interesting, too, with the semis being on New Year's Eve instead of New Year's Day like they were last year. Yeah. That's going to be a little bit different. Um, we'll see how that goes. Uh, you know, the, the two games rotate, so I'm not, how's it going to work next year? Because – uh, the Peach Bowl will be one next year, and the what's the other one? I don't know. I just do it. The Sugar me. Bowl. No, the Sugar Bowl and Rose Bowl were last year. I'm trying to. I'm, there's one more. There's one more. I can't think. But oh, the Fiesta Bowl. Yeah. So the Fiesta Bowl and the Peach Bowl are on different days. So are they going to do them on different days? Because it seems like they're not trying to move the games. I don't know. We'll see. They wouldn't be on different days. But the uh, I don't know. I just I don't. I can't keep up with all that. I just I just watch the games they tell me to watch, and that's good enough for me. And uh, so, anyways, uh, like we said earlier, we'll have a we'll have an in depth preview of your college football playoff later on. This is just a primer to get you ready for the uh, roughly three thousand four hundred and sixty seven games coming up they in the bowl matter. season. They don't matter, and they're going to be fun though. Yes, do a bowl pick them, enjoy the games. If you want to do ours, let us know. We'll let you in. Yeah, so so uh, uh, stay in touch with us, and uh, we appreciate you listening. Uh, this has been episode ten of Sports Chatter, and uh, just in case you were not fully aware, uh, Dwight Howard is not good at dunks or layups by the basket. If you heard any chuckles during the podcast, it was because Kobe Bryant shot an air ball. <laughs> He's probably about to shoot another one right now. So yeah. Uh, anyways. We'll see you next time on the Sports Chatter Podcast. Good night.